0: I'm E.G. Marshall, ready to take you into the byways of human experience, and sometimes even beyond. We are, after all, mysteries to each other. You may control what I do, but not what I think. And every once in a while, what a person thinks rises to the surface and comes out, and then there's the devil to pay. Meaning, of course, that you have to pay him for whatever evil deed you have done. Not always Sometimes evil goes unpunished Evil and misfortune, however, are linked As a young Miami stockbroker, William Davis, found out
1: I don't know what happened to the bonds, Mrs. Paul But but I didn't steal them
2: Then who did, William? Nobody There's nobody in the office who'd steal your bonds They've, they've just been mislaid Oh, you don't believe that They were stolen And somebody's got a hundred thousand dollars The blame is yours, young man you are the goat.
0: Our mystery drama, Two Motives for Murder, was written especially for mystery theater by Roy Windsor and stars Don Scardino. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Contact, the 12 hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Like a ship on a calm sea, life sails on an even keel... until a wind comes up or destiny turns you upside down. The ship is driven off course and you are so beset that your life is completely changed. You may recover from a loss or an injury, but you won't forget them. And so you are changed. A person who is prejudiced can become tolerant. Another who loses his security learns what survival means, and an escape from death makes life very precious. Upset?
1: Of course I'm upset. What kind of words... Don't yell at me. I
3: didn't steal the bonds. Steal? Will you stop repeating my words? The way you say it, you think I stole them. Are you crazy, Carol? All I know is that you handled dear old Fanny's account and some of her bonds have disappeared. So? Well,
1: Mrs. Paul gave me an order to sell $100,000 of her negotiable bonds.
3: So I did. Mm -hmm.
1: I had the bonds on my desk. When I came to deliver it to our man at the exchange, they were gone.
3: That's it. Well, then what happened?
1: I panicked. Old Fanny's a family friend. She gave me her account, and I handle her portfolio, and it's a big one. Over a million.
3: Have you told her?
1: Well, how could I, Carol?
3: You think they were stolen?
1: No. Who'd be crazy enough to do a thing like that?
3: But just say they were stolen. What happens then?
1: Well, the bonds were assigned to the brokerage. I have Fanny's authorization to sell them and to send her a check for the money.
3: Yes, but if the bonds are assigned to your brokerage, a check for the money would be made out to your company, isn't
1: that right? Yeah, that's the way it works. But if negotiable bonds are stolen, a clever person could claim to be Mrs. Paul, fake her identity, and get the money.
3: Wait, you told your boss?
1: Yeah. And? Mr. Wall's a very calm guy. He said to relax. We talk it over tomorrow. And if
3: a. The... Bonds are really gone, Bill?
1: That's it, baby. I'm finished as a stockbroker.
3: Oh, but what about the 100000
1: Well, the brokerage will pay Mrs. Paul and take the loss. Maybe.
3: Oh, yeah. They take the loss and try to collect from you. Ha,
1: ha, ha,
3: ha. And we've got $720 in savings. You know, that's pretty good.
1: I know you're trying to calm me down, and I love you, but this is serious, Carol. I didn't steal the bonds.
3: Oh, honey, I know that.
1: They're lost. Or stolen. Unless they're found, no one will ever trust me. I will. Well, that's because you're my darling wife. Not a judge and jury. Sit down, Bill. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. I had
4: Evelyn bring in two cups of coffee.
1: Oh, great, thanks.
4: I spoke to the other partners last night by phone, and they insisted that I ask you the obvious question. You'll resent it, but did you steal Mrs. Paul's negotiable
1: bonds? <laughs> no, of course not. Forgive me for asking. There's nobody here who'd steal from the customers, Mr. Wall. The bonds were mislaid. I've got to believe that. How could that happen, Bill? What I I don't know. I'm pretty careful if I do say so. I had the bonds, and then I didn't.
4: Well, could they have been
1: lifted? Were you away from your desk? Oh, only for a few minutes. Well, When Evelyn said you wanted to see me. Oh, yes, I remember. Well, it's a nasty situation. I don't
4: want it to get to the papers. We'll turn the office upside down this morning and try to find them. What about me? Nobody thinks you stole the bonds, Bill. Oh. Just go about your business in a normal way.
1: Well, I'll try. Now, what about Mrs. Paul? She's a family friend, you know, and... All I right, think... I'll tell her. Uh, you might
4: do that today. You can assure her that her $100,000 is safe. The firm will make it good.
1: What happens to me if the bonds don't turn up, Mr. Wall?
4: If I have my way, you'll stay on. Mrs. Paul has a big portfolio,
1: and you're her fair-haired boy. Yeah, I won't be after she learns what's happened. Well, with all her money...
4: She won't lose, Bill. Now, I'd like to have you stay with us. I don't know about the other partners. And I only have one vote. Well, we can talk about it later. Yes, sir. Tell you what. How about coming out on my yacht tomorrow? Oh, I, I don't know. That's that's very kind, Mr. Walg. Oh, Bill, you're tied up in knots. You've got to relax. A day on the water will do you good. I'm playing golf in the morning, so. Meet me at the marina about three o'clock. And bring Carol if she'd
1: like to come along. Gracious me. I don't know what more to say, Mrs. Paul.
2: I wonder who's got the sticky fingers.
1: Oh, I would forget that idea, Mrs. Paul. The bonds are
2: lost. But maybe they fell into a wastebasket and were thrown out. Oh, you don't believe that, William. You're a meticulous young man. Well I yeah. didn't put you in charge of my portfolio just because of family friendship, young man. I'm not a sentimental old fool. You know your business, and your advice has been sound. Best I've had. Oh, thank you. Wastebasket. Fiddle. Those bonds didn't fall into a wastebasket and get thrown out. Somebody's got them, stole them, and you've been chosen to look like the thief. But I just can't believe that. What about that oily Mr. Wall? Oh, He's not oily. Don't tell me that. He fawns over me. He knows I don't like him, but he likes my business. He's a hypocrite.
1: Well, he's being very kind about the missing bonds. He invited me and Carol for a sale tomorrow afternoon.
2: And you're going? Sure. Well, Carol won't go. Why not? Because your dear and pretty young wife can tell the difference between a fourth usher and an aristocrat. Why is he taking you for a sale? Well, to talk things over. My job. But don't worry about it, William. If you're blamed for somebody else's skullduggery, I'll switch my account. What? Oh, that's... Well, well, that's coercion, Mrs. Paul. No. Power, young man. I may be a skinny old lady, but I've got a million dollar punch. (laughs) Oh.
4: Sit down. Relax, Bill. Oh, this is Frank Turner. Oh, yeah. Hello, Bill Davis. My pleasure. Uh, Frank's a Broadway producer. Oh. You've heard of Aladdin's Court, the musical? Oh, sure. That's a big hit. <laughs> I've had as big flops as Bordeaux's. They cost him a lot of money, eh? <laughs> a few
1: shows win, a few lose. We've done all right. Well, I can see that, Mr. Wall. Pelican is a beautiful yacht.
4: Mm, Not bad. Can sleep six. This cabin is comfortable. Air-conditioned. Ah, what about a drink? Uh, I'll uh, I'll make some bird. Good. Uh, Gin and tonic for me. That suit you, Bill? Fine. I'll make that too, Frank, and ask the mate for the snacks, okay? Sure, I won't be long. Gin and tonic and snacks. I spoke to the partners, Bill. Oh, bad? I'm afraid so. (sighs)
1: Well, that was to be expected, I guess. Well, they don't accuse you. They better not. No, 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 certainly
4: not. But the bonds are missing. And there'll always be those who think you took them.
1: Next you'll tell me that the company holds me responsible for their loss of a hundred grand. Well, we did sustain that loss. I'll fight it. I'll ask my brother to recommend a lawyer. You'll hear from him. Oh, and you'll also hear from Mrs. Paul. Oh, yes, that's right. You were going to speak to her, weren't you? I did. She doesn't think I stole her bonds, and she doesn't believe that it was accidentally thrown out with the trash. She thinks they were stolen. I told you, Bill.
4: That's what everyone will think.
1: She suggested that maybe you took them.
4: What? I'll sue her for saying that.
1: Well, you'll have your chance. You'll hear from her if you fire me, and you have. And she will switch brokers. What? Put her portfolio. Yeah, here, drinks. Snacks
4: coming up. Anything wrong here? Oh, no, no, nothing, Frank. That uh, business problem I told you about. Oh, yeah. Well, can we forget it? And enjoy ourselves? Well, here you are, Bill. Oh,
1: thank you. Bert, uh, could I uh,
4: see you for a minute?
1: No, sure. Hey, excuse me, pal. Oh, of course. Take your time. It's nice in here.
4: Well? It's all set up. How long? Oh, five, ten minutes. Be out far enough. Huh? Just about. We'll wait till it's completely dark. Then we'll
0: take care of it.
3: <laughs>
4: Uh, Well, that's done He's overboard Yeah You think the captain and the mate saw anything? Uh, They keep their eyes on the bow So a guy could fall overboard and there'd be no wiser It's not uncommon Yeah Wait a minute that up there to starboard Tanker Looks like it You, uh You don't think? No not a chance. And the water's full of sharks. All right, come on below. Okay. Well, we, uh, better wash out this glass. I'm grateful for your help, friend. Oh, that's okay. I'll have the money for you in a week or so. Yes, yeah, the uh, sooner the better. You know, I took a bath on that last production. You owe me quite a chunk. You'll get it. Now, uh, how do you report a thing like this? There's nothing to it. Guy's stolen $100,000 of negotiable bonds. He knows he'll be exposed. Jumps overboard. No problem. If you say so. I do. Now, come on, let's relax. As I told Davis, there's nothing quite as relaxing
0: as a sail on a yacht. There are three all-powerful evils. Lust, anger, and greed. That was written 400 years ago by a wise man from India. Greed clearly is the motive that has driven Mr. Wall to dispose of Bill Davis. The man needed money. Bankrupt, he would topple from his position of respect. Even worse, probably, he would lose his self-esteem. For a pretentious man, that would be intolerable. More when I return shortly with Act Two. When Browning wrote that a man's reach should exceed his grasp, what he meant was that each of us should reach beyond what we can get our hands on. It has nothing to do with greed. The poet wanted every man to grow in wisdom, to reach for understanding, not to grasp for material things, often at the expense of others. That is not Mr. Wall's philosophy. He is in debt, and he is an ambitious man. Remember that tanker looming dark in the night? Well, aboard it several hours later.
4: What's your name? What? Uh, Who are you? Captain Olson? We found you floating half dead five miles off the Florida coast.
1: I was? I've notified New Orleans. The police will question you there. Uh, Where am I? On the Delta Queen, oil tanker out of Charlotte. And, And you found me floating out at sea? That's right. Your boat go down? I, uh, no, I don't think
4: so. You could have, but the others were doped up like you. Huh? Doctor says you were doped up. I thought you was drunk. He says no. You got to have respect for the ocean, young man.
1: I do. water's around here full of sharks. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks for rescuing me, Captain. Well, who are you? When we picked you up, your jacket was gone. Uh, Can I, uh... Can I send a radiogram to tell my, my... my brother I'm safe? Well, sure. I still don't know who you are or what happened. I got to report it. I'm... I'm Al Faber. Uh... I'd like to notify my bro- um, my stepbrother, Stanley Davis, so he uh, won't worry. You just write
4: it out and I'll send it. Or give it to me now. Who were you with? Whose boat was it?
1: Uh, I still feel so goofy. I, uh, I can't remember.
4: Yeah? Well, if the boat didn't go down,
1: the owner will report you missing. You tell kind of a funny story, young man. Well, it may sound funny, but believe me... I don't know what happened. Send the radiogram or telephone the shore and have someone notify my stepbrother. He'll be worried stiff. Okay. Well, let's have it. Go slow now. It right, goes to Stanley Davis, 1516 Palm Circle, Miami. Okay. Go on. Uh, picked up by Delta Queen. docks New Orleans, uh, Pier... Well, where and when do you dock, Captain?
2: Monday morning,
1: Pier 23. Good. Would you write that in, please? Anything else? Yeah. Meet me for police questioning. Tell Fanny not to worry. Love to Carol. Signed... Al Faber. F-A-B-E-R. All right, I got it. You want some grub? Oh, if it's not too much trouble, thank you. I'll see that you get some funny you remember
4: them names and addresses, and you don't know who took you for a boat ride.
1: Well, maybe I don't want to remember. Like that, huh? Could be, Captain.
3: Bill! Bill! Hello, Carol. The late news, Mister Wall and the Frankfurter. Wall was shaking when he told what happened. Now,
4: Carol, listen to me. Bill is alive.
3: Al- no, no, no! Control yourself,
4: Carol. Bill but,
3: Bill's alive. Close the door. But, but I heard. Now, that.
4: Be quiet, Carol. Just listen
3: to me. Bill didn't fall overboard.
4: No. Look at this radiogram.
3: Who, who, who's Al Faber?
4: Be silly, honey. That's from Bill.
3: Bill? But why did he use the name Al Faber?
4: Because he must be in danger. Oh, he didn't fall overboard. Someone tried to feed him to the fishes. I don't know why. Carol was was Bill in some kind of trouble?
3: (gasps) Missing bonds. One hundred thousand dollars worth. They belong to Fanny Paul. And office thinks Bill stole them.
4: Hmm, I see. And Wall is a member of the firm. Pardon. Well, it's pretty simple, isn't it? Wall steals the negotiable bonds and makes it appear that Bill stole them. And then, regretting what he'd done, he... He was supposed to have committed suicide. Wall is the bird I want, Carol. I got you, know, I... Now, now, wait a minute, not so fast. You're going to do what Uncle Stan tells you to do, you got it?
3: Well, but Bill...
4: Bill is all right and you're all right, honey. Now, let's keep it that way. <sighs> you're the young, grief-stricken widow. All you know is your husband jumped from the ship. You don't believe he's a thief. And you know nothing about the missing bonds.
3: All right, Stan. But you you said Bill's still in danger?
4: If Burton Wall knows Bill's alive, he'll hire somebody to murder him. Wall tried once, he'd try again. He stole those bonds and he intends to cash them in.
3: But what are you going to do?
4: Well, tomorrow's Saturday. I'm going to fly to New Orleans and huddle with the police. I need their cooperation. You're not going to hear from me or Bill until you see us. So can you keep quiet till then?
3: Sure, sure, Stan. What about Mrs. Paul?
4: Well, I'm going there now. She's an old friend of the family's.
3: She knows Bill didn't steal her bonds.
4: I'll prove it to her somehow. Good night. Fanny just listened to my news. Bill was taken for a boat ride by Mr. Wall, all right. But he was rescued by a tanker heading for New Orleans. Oh, good
2: heavens. Come in. Close the door.
4: All right. Now, look, I won't stay a minute. Carol wanted you to know. She'll be mum and you must, too. This war and trouble.
2: Well, eh, oh, hypocrite. I knew he'd stolen the bombs. You'll bring him to justice, Stan.
4: Bring him to justice? I'll send him to the chair if I can. Now, don't say a word to anyone about Bill being
2: safe. Would you object to my seeing Wall at his office on Monday? What for? I am changing brokers.
4: I don't know. That could be dangerous. If he loses your account, I am
2: not afraid of him. Well, I think you should be, but all right, Fanny, it's up to you. Of course it is. I never trusted the man, and after attempted murder, I can't stand the thought of him. Give Bill my love.
1: I'm glad that's over with. Thanks, Dan.
4: Well, I briefed the police and they agreed to bury the story, but it sure took some persuading. I only had a telegram and the story about the stolen bonds. But your position... Well, that uh, helped.
1: Oh, quite a weekend. Was Carol upset?
4: Well, of course she was. But don't worry, I calmed her down. Oh, and I spoke to Fanny Paul, too. They're going to keep quiet. All right, now, boy, tell me what happened. Why were you on Wall's
1: yacht? Well, I was uptight. He said a sail would help me unwind, that's all. There was a guy there named Frank Turner. He left to prepare drinks. and. Yeah, and Ball? Well, he said I was through and that I owed the firm the money. <laughs> that barracuda. All right, Bill, go on. Well, Turner stayed away for a few minutes, and I was left there. I
4: share your grief, Carol.
3: Thank you, Mr. Waugh.
4: I feel a deep sense of responsibility.
3: It wasn't your fault. There's no chance that the the body...
4: No. No, I don't think so, Carol. I found the Coast Guard as soon as I discovered that Bill had jumped overboard.
3: Jumped? Not fallen?
4: He had a lot on his mind, remember? In my opinion...
3: Not in mine. Bill would never have committed suicide.
4: Well, for your sake, I hope the verdict will be accidental death. But you've read what the papers are saying.
3: Because you were interviewed and and said negotiable bonds worth $100,000 were... were missing.
4: They are, my dear.
3: And the implication is that Bill stole them. Well, what happens now? Your firm is out of small fortune.
4: I suspect that our lawyers may attach Bill's estate.
3: Insurance? And the few hundred dollars I've got in the savings account?
4: My dear Carol, I've got nothing to do with it. I've said I hope that the verdict will be accidental death.
3: Because then the insurance will pay double indemnity, is that it?
4: I came here to say how sorry I am that your husband is dead. Not to listen to your abuse.
3: You know that... Bill didn't steal those bonds. Did you?
4: If you dare suggest such a sick idea to the news reporters, I'll drag you into court and make you retract your words. You
3: go ahead. Maybe you'll be there before you know it.
4: What does that mean?
3: Nothing. <gasps> Wishful thinking.
4: the? Sorrowing widow, Burke. She said I'd stolen the bonds. Sure. <laughs> Based on what? Who knows? The devil. Would have... Well, the newspapers have been digging into Bill Davis's past. He was short of the all American boys. There's a lot of feeling that he fell overboard accidentally. That he did not jump. But one shower reporter wondered if he'd been pushed. And that interview with Mrs. Paul, that wasn't too good. (laughs) Forget chicken neck. It'll soon die down. Yes, Ellen. Who? Ah, well, sure, sure in. The chicken herself. I'd uh, I'd better feed. No, no, no. I want you to meet him. Let's hear what she's got to say. Oh, Mrs. Paul, a pleasure. This is Mr. Turner, Broadway producer. A good friend of mine. You'll need a friend after you hear what I've
2: got to say, Mr.
4: Wall. I beg your pardon?
2: I'll come to the point. You are no longer my broker.
4: What? Now, a check for $100,000 is being sent to you today. Or you may pick it up if you wish. The stolen bonds. Bill Davis is not a thief. Very well. He's not a thief. The bonds were lost. An accident. Human error or stupidity. But you've had nothing
2: but praise for our firm. Not your firm. For William Davis, whose reputation has been destroyed by those interviews you've given to the papers, into the television. And you've slandered his memory by hinting that he jumped overboard to escape prosecution. Well, I regret. You never touched those bonds. Did
4: you? (laughs) Oh, surely I did. They're in my desk drawer.
2: Shall I get them for you? Do you know something, Mr. Wall? I believe you. But my mind is made up. Without Bill Davis to look after my investments, I shall not do business with you. My lawyer will see to the transfer of my stocks and bonds to another firm. Just be mighty sure that nothing else is missing due to human error. Goodbye. Why,
4: that miserable old... (sighs) Frank, I can't lose that business. She's got a few million with us. Yeah, well, maybe we ought to knock her off. Makes sense. Okay, Pay me my money and I'll go back to New York. You'll you'll have to wait. I can't touch those bonds right now. Maybe if I return them, say we found... No, no, no. She'd still pull her account. Yes. Well, you've got to try. You'd return the bonds. I have to. If we lose her account... The firm could go under. The publicity would be terrible. I can't allow that. You well, already doesn't like you, chum. She she won't change her mind. And we can't resurrect Bill Davis. Now, I got debts to pay off. and You owe a chunk for your share of my last flop. Well, I can't pay it. I'm in worse trouble than I was in before. All right, go ahead. Sue me. Who doped Bill's drink? And who threw him overboard? He fell overboard. Sure he did, Bert. <laughs> Sure he did.
0: Not much is certain in life, but I think you'll agree that, given time, wickedness is exposed and destroyed. If we live long enough, We see the wicked for what they are. And that, without doubt, is what appears to be in store for Mr. Burt Wall. But we won't find out until I return with Act Three.
3: Greedy
0: folks have long arms according to an 18th century Scottish proverb. And Mr. Burton Wall is certainly one of those greedy folks. Driven to it, of course, by imprudence. But Mr. Wall gambled that he could steal negotiable bonds and have the blame fall on a man he pushed into the ocean. A man who, he claims, died from remorse. Well, it hasn't worked out that way. Because the ocean gave back the man. Don't cry, Carol.
3: I thought you were dead.
0: Well, I'm not.
3: Oh, it must have been awful. Did you, did you just
1: float? I must have. Oh. I don't know. I, I just remember Captain Olson standing over me when I came to. Oh,
3: blessed Captain Olson!
4: Yeah, Carol, what I told you was right. Wall got him aboard the Pelican. He doped his drink and dumped him overboard. Bill would be dead except for the Delta Queen. So that's it. Wall stole the bonds.
1: And Stan's worked Sunday and today getting information only he could get about Wall. Income tax returns, debts, everything. Wall was desperate.
4: I want Bill to hide out until I'm ready to have a showdown with Mr. Wall. Late tomorrow, maybe,
1: or, uh, or Wednesday.
3: Well, why doesn't Bill just go to the police and tell them what
1: happened? I can't prove anything, Carol. Wall and Turner say I fell overboard. How can I deny that? I was doped. That's what the ship's doctor said.
4: Well, you leave it to me, Bill. I know how to
1: stage my meeting with Bert Wall.
3: Stan told Fanny
1: Paul. I know. She's something else. I think she should be in on the showdown, Stan. Yes, I agree. I'm going right over there after I leave here. It's all pretty awful, isn't it?
3: Ah,
4: uh, grotesque. It happens. Bert Wall's a four-flusher and an evil man. Okay, Bill, keep hidden. I'll be on my way. Remember, you're still lost at sea. Fanny, you could be in danger. Now, I know you said you're not afraid of Wall, but you should be. He's homicidal. He
2: wouldn't dare try to harm me. Fanny, he
4: tried to murder Bill. Why shouldn't he murder you to stop you from transferring your account? That's why I want you to pack an overnight bag and... What? You're going to spend the night with me and my wife. Oh, but i serious,
2: Fanny. Melodramatic foolishness. So maybe, but why take a chance? What's that slippery Mr. Wall got to be afraid of? He thinks Bill's
4: dead. That's right. And maybe he's confident that he's gotten away with murder, but... And remember, I asked you to wait a few days before blasting him.
3: Hmm.
4: Your threat has given him a new problem. If you move your account... Mm, Yes. There's
2: something
4: to what you say. I'm going to face him on Wednesday. Maybe even tomorrow afternoon. Until I do, I've got Bill hiding out in his house, and I want you away from yours, so do what I say, Fanny, will you? Now, come on, pack your bag and hurry it up. She's disappeared? That's right Well, he's got to find her, Frank She's gone, I tell you He went through the old lady's house and it's empty The lights were on He said it looked as if she'd packed a bag in a hurry and just left What time did he break in? Two in the morning With the lights on, he was cautious It's some bad break you got any idea where she might have gone? Davis' house, maybe. Families and friends. Fanny Paul was his godmother. I can't have a hired gun just kill her in broad daylight. Assuming the old lady's with Mrs. Davis. You know, Bert, I think you've had it. I can find out if she's there. What's your excuse for calling on Mrs. Davis? Why would you see her after you told her you'd attach the estate? Because I will tell her the bonds have been found. So what? Two things. I'll find out if Mrs. Paul is staying there. And second, well, don't you see? Of course, it proves that Davis' death was an accident. He didn't steal the bonds because they have been found. Yeah. That's worth a try, but... If it doesn't work, you might still find out what's happened to the old lady. Okay, I'll take care of the rest. She's got to go home sometime. Have that man of yours hide out in Fanny Paul's house and be waiting for her. Now, all this data I've dug up with the help of the IRS and the police... Proves that he's so far in debt, he's just about bankrupt.
2: Mm, So he decided to steal.
1: Mrs. Paul's hundred thousand in my life. We've got enough to force a
4: confession, I think. Do you have any doubts, Stan? Well, it's circumstantial evidence, and that's always tricky. We don't have enough hard, indisputable facts. It could be their word, walls and turns against yours. Mm, Because I can't prove what's happened to me. That's right, you were drugged. How do you know you didn't fall overboard?
3: When are you going to face him, Stan?
4: Late this afternoon.
3: Well, I'll be there. I want
4: to see him squirm. Fanny, I'm not so...
3: Everyone out.
4: Ask first who it is, Carol.
3: Yes? Who is it?
4: Mr. Wall, Carol. I have good news.
3: It's Bert Wall.
4: Okay, let him in. Yes? May I see you for a moment?
3: After what you said to me the other day?
4: Uh, That was said without thinking. The firm has no intention of attaching Bill's estate, and there's no need to. The bonds have been found.
3: Come in. The bonds have been found? Where?
4: In the office. They slipped behind Evelyn's desk. Mm -hmm. Uh, My secretary, her desk is flush with the wall.
3: Why did she have the bonds?
4: Because... Bill gave her the bonds in a folder to place in a large envelope to deliver to the transfer agent. You see what this means? Oh,
3: yes. It means my husband's name is cleared. But he's dead, Mr. Wall.
4: Yes. And you know how all of us feel about that. Heartsick.
3: You've destroyed his memory.
4: Well, I intend to restore it. I'm calling a news conference this afternoon at six.
3: Does Mrs. Paul know that you found the box?
4: I don't know where she is. I had a man call on her, but the house was closed and the lights were still on. I don't know if she's all right.
3: Well, why shouldn't she be?
4: Well, she's an old woman, and accidents happen in houses at her age, a stroke. Well, she's a...
3: fine. Is that all?
4: Well, yes, that's all I have to say.
3: Well, I have something to say, Mr. Wall. I am going to sue you and your firm for slander.
4: Now, really, uh, Mrs. Davis... Yes,
3: really. Now, get out!
4: Tell Mrs. Paul that we have her bond.
3: And you'll
2: still lose her account.
4: Why didn't you just kick him in the seat? Not Uriah Heep.
2: Leely-mouthed bigot.
4: Now, wait a minute. He's calling in the press at six, huh? All right, let's pay him our visit at five. And then they'll have a real story to tell.
2: You run along, Stan. I'll change Oh, nope, and... I'm coming in. Oh, foolishness. In my
4: business, you can't trust anyone, Fanny. Well, come on in, then. But, goodness, what an unpleasant
2: kind of job you have. Well, all
4: of us need a watchdog. Oh, now, just on. don't argue with me. Wait a minute. Let me go in first. Oh. What?
2: Gracious! You, you have a gun.
4: All right, come on. Oh, my goodness. Close the door. Let me look around.
2: What in the name of heaven do you expect to
4: find? Hopefully nothing. I just want to make sure that nobody's been here. Well,
2: you're serious.
4: You really believe somebody might try to kill me, Stan? Fanny, you just stay behind me as we go up the stairs and keep your head down. Now, let's see. Where's your bedroom? Right or left from the top of the landing? Of course, from it. There it is
2: Down, get down You
4: hurt Not bad Oh, my goodness I dropped him, all right Honey Yes Call the police Well, what do you want me to do? Shoot myself? I can't pay you, Frank I haven't got a cent You know that You have the barns I have to return them we lose the old woman's account. You've lost it. Didn't Davis's wife say you'd never get it back? That bird brain. Keep the bonds. You'll still have a hundred grand. Then the firm will fire me. If they get rid of me, maybe they can hold the account. If the old woman hadn't given us the slip, what's happening with that hoodlum you staked out in her house? He's still there. When she returns home, he'll take care of her. But you keep the bonds. Yes, Evelyn. Who? Bill Davis' brother. Uh, well, I suppose so. Uh, yes, yes, send him in. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll push you along. I can't stand tearful scenes. Come in, Mr. Davis. I'll uh, be here for the news conference, Bert. Don't leave, Mr. Turner. Do you mind if I, uh, sit down? No, no, no. Go ahead. You look pretty pale. Well, I just had a 32 slug removed from my shoulder. What? I'll come to that. You'd uh, better sit down too, Mr. Wall. You're um, pretty deep in debt, aren't you? What business is that of yours? A motive for murder. Now look, Davis. I'm. You busy have and stock I on margin that you're going to lose. Who gave you that information? And your house is so heavily mortgaged, the bank will foreclose unless you pay them something. Your yacht... Get and... out of here! Frank, help me throw him out. I wouldn't try. See, this... I used it once today. Oh, I can assure you I know how to use a gun. Now then, all. you were desperate. You stole the bonds, attempted to murder my brother... He and... fell off my boat! Now, what do you mean, attempted to murder your brother? Just let me show you. Okay, come on in. Hello, Mr. Ward. Huh? Good Lord. Lord. Frank Turner drugged the drink he
2: served to Bill and the two of you dropped him overboard. Prove it. That might be hard to prove, but not what almost happened to me. Tell him, Stan. Well, you also
4: planned to murder Mrs. Paul. Your hitman was waiting for her to return home, but I went in with her. He fired and hit me, but I shot him twice. Before he died, he uh, confessed. That was your boy, Mr. Turner. Who are you? How did you get all that information about me? Department of Justice, Federal. Any other questions? All right, Carol. You can bring in the police.
2: Shall I tell Mr. Wall what I'm planning to do, William? Uh, Sure. He'll like it. William is replacing you here as a partner, dear Mr. Wall. And I am leaving my account with the
0: firm. And so, one evil deed begets another. Greed planted a seed that grew into an attempted homicide... and then into another. We tell lies, some for convenience some for advantage. And we don't give them much thought. What they rob you of, however, is a little bit of integrity. And if too much of it is eroded, you begin to lose a sense of value. Eventually, deception will hurt you more than the person deceived. More when I return shortly.
3: Of all times to get hemorrhoids. Why? Pregnancy is a major cause. What helps? Since you're expecting, ask your doctor before using any medication. My sister used Preparation H. For many women, Preparation H relieves occasional pain and itch for hours. Sounds good. Preparation H does more. Actually helps shrink swelling of hemorrhoidal tissue caused by inflammation. Even better. Preparation H helps shrink swelling of hemorrhoidal tissues. Use only as directed. Take your contact. Take it now. Give your
4: cold. To contact. Can your cold medicine fight the congestion, shrink the swollen membranes, help relieve the runny, sneezy, cloggy misery caused by every known cold virus? Are you sure? Contact can. Today's contact does all that up to 12 hours, all day, all night, no matter what
0: cold virus attacks. That's the one-time contact.
1: Give your cold. to contact. Take only as directed.
0: line, to thine own self be true, is so well known it has whiskers on it, but you can't deceive yourself, and that's the person you have to live with. You've heard he's a born liar, and I know a few more. What about him? Even if he tells the truth, he won't be believed. Too bad, because what he has to say might save a life, might make you rich, even prevent a war. Our cast included Don Scardino, E.V. Juster, Bob Dryden, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. She said, Aylmer, I
4: know not what may be the cost to rid me of this fatal birthmark. Perhaps its removal may cause cause... Cureless deformity, or it may be that the stain goes deep as life itself. Besides, do we know that a possibility even exists of unclasping the grip of this little hand which was laid upon me before I came into the world? What could you say? I said what I believe, that I am convinced of the perfect practicability of its removal. And then she said, Aylmer, let the attempt be made. Danger is nothing to me. Life is a burden while this hateful mark makes me the object of your horror and disgust.
0: Aylmer, she said, remove this dreadful hand or take my wretched life. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule, and Exlax. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre.